Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern Ned Reynolds in the studio on a Thursday morning. So it's like the guys in St. Louis were actually listening to our show yesterday. <laughs> Maybe got a little bit of a fire. Some roster changes for the Cardinals. What's going on? We'll get into last night's disaster in the next segment. But, yeah, there have been some roster changes. Everybody knows about Adam Wainwright. He He's going on the injured list. Says he's going to come back in late August, early September. Maybe, maybe not. James Nail who was a disaster, absolute disaster on the 4th of July afternoon. He was sent back to the minors, no surprise there. And now Andrew Kisner, the catcher, is on the, you don't call it the designated, or I'm sorry, disabled list anymore, you call it the injured list, because he has a groin injury that was suffered when he got hit by a foul ball, and he had to go to the emergency room because of it. So they're going to allow him about... Oh, maybe a week and a half or two weeks to recover. <laughs> Sometimes it takes longer than that, but we'll see what happens. So uh, the new Redbirds are Dakota Hudson. He pitched a little last night. Zach Thompson and Yvonne Herrera, who was a Springfield Cardinals catcher last year and the year before that. So he's getting a chance. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with these newcomers. They aren't the big names, but hey, everything is, everything is equal when you're a professional athlete. That's what they say, but sometimes it doesn't really feel that way. All right, so um, Cardinals need all the help they can get. One of the big, big, big voids on that team is the relief core. And right now, they're looking for a guy by the name of Ryan. Where the hell is he right Ryan Helsley is who you're talking about. And Jordan Hicks has been handling the duties and did so last night, but we'll talk more about that. Helsley's from Tahlequah, Oklahoma, and he was their closer. Well, in early June, he went down with a forearm strain. Well, when your pitching arm is compromised that way, you're (laughs) going to have problems. Anyway, Helsley is reported to be improving, says he could be back with the team in late July, and that's good news because Helsley was very good throwing the ball about 100 miles an hour, and he threw it with control. That's the key right there. So, We'll see what happens, but Helsley thinks he can be back in the latter part of July, and that would be a help. Anything, like I said, would help that organization right now. All right, well, the pro golfers got a chance a couple weeks ago to battle here in the United States. Now they're going across the pond to battle in Great Britain. It'll be it'll be next week they have the Scottish Open, and a lot of the pros are going to play in that. They no, uh, normally don't, but they will be in this one. And then the British Open, which is the year's final major tournament, will be played at Royal Liverpool at Hoy Lake. And uh, that's that's going to be a challenge. So that's where the pros are for the most part. Now they're, <laughs> I'm not going to say dissing because that's not the word, but they are skipping this week's tournament, which is the John Deere Classic up in the Quad Cities area of Illinois. That's not one of the big payoffs. So many of the big names are headed across the pond going to play in Great Britain, Scottish Open, and then the British Open. All right, so we talked a little bit about some of the changes the St. Louis Cardinals have made, but uh, we didn't talk about really the elephant in the room, and that is the fact that they got their butts kicked last night. New inventions. Cardinals are inventing new ways to lose. Good <laughs> Lord. <laughs> That's a good way to this, put this it. Is, well, last night is really tough to swallow. Here you have the Cardinals trailing 8-7 to seven going into the ninth inning. And they get a run on, runner on with two outs, and Jordan Walker is the hitter. You do not want to make a mistake with Jordan Walker. This guy is a budding superstar. He's a great player, played with the Springfield Cardinals last year, 
and he has morphed into a terrific athlete, and he is. Big guy, good guy, nice guy. Well, he knows fully well that if the count goes to three and two, they're going to have to come true to him with a fastball down the middle. Don't want to walk him. So sure enough, he guessed right. Fastball down the middle so long, 440 feet off the facing of the upper deck. Huge home run. Cardinals lead 9-8. Cardinals have this game won. Here comes Jordan Hicks in as a reliever, and Hicks has done well. Throws consistently over 100 miles an hour. All right, he first batter up gets a base hit. That can happen. Next batter out, uh, next batter up, I should say, is out. Next batter after that walks, so there are two on. That's the one thing that Hicks does is walk batters, and you can't do that. I don't care what the situation is. And here is the gagger, though. Here, this is the lower part of Miami's order, the weaker part of it. Shortstop, a guy named Wendell, is at bat. Swings and misses the first two pitches. Here comes the third pitch down, and he gets some wood on it. But it is not a lot of wood. He bounces one right back to Jordan Hicks. Not a double play ball. It wasn't hit very hard at all. It's a soft bouncer. (laughs) Hicks gets the ball in his glove, looks at first, and does a clutch. He clutched because he thinks to himself, I better not throw that as hard as I can. I better soften up my touch. He did. He softened up the throw. And what happens, folks, in every level of any sport, when you let up and don't throw as hard as you can, the ball sails, and that's what it did. Sailed right over Paul Goldschmidt's head. Two runs come in. Cardinals lose. Inventing a new way to lose, 10-9, to on a walk-off two-run error by the pitcher. Good Lord. How, how can that possibly be? I'll tell you how it can be. When you're not accustomed to that, and Hicks throws, you know, consistently at 100 miles an hour, and he softened his touch. Now, he didn't lob it, don't get me wrong, but he did pull up on the throw, and it sailed on him. I know he feels as badly as anybody, but <laughs> Cardinals are now 16 games under 500. That ties the low water mark this season. They end their series with Miami tonight. You know, uh, back to Walker a little bit. I hope this isn't a situation where we squander this guy's talent and he's part of an organization that's not going to do anything and we don't get to utilize him. That's um, going to break a, my heart. Actually, a good point you bring up because they have Arnado and and uh, Goldschmidt yep, in the same. lineup right now, and those they're 16 under 500 for heaven's sake. It's, it's your surrounding cast. You have to have a team. It is a team game in every respect. The Chiefs, team game. Football, team games, the same with baseball. You have to have the proper chemistry and the proper mix, and the Cardinals obviously do not have that. Who's the leader on the field right now? I would say of anybody, Goldschmidt, but he is not a demonstrative individual. He's kind of laid back. He's a good ball player. Arnato is kind of fiery, but he's not having a great year. There is none, in that's, my opinion. That's, there that's is the no issue. Yadier Molina. Yep. There is no Albert Pujols. And I'll tell you, folks, that makes a big difference. It is making a big difference right here in real time. All right, let's talk about the Royals. they do any better? No, they only got four hits last night. But Kansas City is just not a very good team. Minnesota beat them 5 to nothing, so the Royals continue to slide. Springfield Cardinals, however... Scored two runs in the last of the ninth inning and beat the Amarillo Sod Poodles 5-4. Springfield is now one game under 500 for the entire season. They are at even a bigger part. They're one game under 500 for the second half as well. And this is a team that's playing a whole lot better now. Get on out there and see them. This is a good, exciting team. I can't say because I'm not a judge or a scout that they have great talent on their team, but hey, they are winning and going to a Springfield Cardinals game is a lot of fun. 
They are, and uh, it's really like I keep saying and have been saying pretty much all summer, the only bright spot when it comes to Missouri baseball right now. <laughs> um, speaking of baseball, it is a memorable day in baseball history. Ned's got his big old dusty book of facts in here. What is it, sir? July the 6th, and July the 6th is a memorable day in baseball lovers' lore. First of all, July 6th, 1933, Comiskey Park in Chicago, the very first ever All-Star Game. It was put together as a one-year experiment, and you see what's happened to it. Babe Ruth hit a home run in that game, 52,000 fans on hand, and they saw a classic in its birth. The All-Star Game, first one on this date, 1933. So you up the calendar by 50 years to 1983. And the scene is again the All-Star Game, and again at Comiskey Park in Chicago. And what happens? Fred Lynn, California Angels, that's what they were called back then, hits a salami. Grand Slam, and to date, folks, that is the only All-Star Grand Slam ever hit. And that was in the All-Star Game in 1983. So you go from 33 to 83, to 2023, and the All-Star Game is next week. See what happens. And we'll see if they can pull it off. <laughs> Be nice to do it on the anniversary, Ned. You have a great day. I'll see you on Friday.